Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Monday morning, October 21st, 2019. We are just rolling along, and it's like hot in Southern California. We're getting a heat wave and a wind wave, and a lot of stuff is going on. But in the middle of it all, it's still October 21st, and this is my favorite time of year. Is this changing to where it gets a little cooler outside? So we are on our way. Today's show, trust. How do we learn to trust ourselves? How do we go back to that fork in the road over and over again throughout our lifetime? It seems like I I just got um, a note from someone who actually was using the persona online of somebody I know that passed away. And they kept writing me, and I'm like, listen, you know, this is not okay. I actually know this person, and I know that it's not you. And the person fessed up and said, you know, hey, I only got online to talk to you. Um, I want to ask you about trust. I do not trust myself. How do I learn to trust myself? And I went back yesterday to get that that inbox and I couldn't find it. It was like gone. I don't know. Cause now I have a team. So if you're going to write me, my inboxes are open to the people running my social media with me now. And so there's some things that they may see or, or not see or, or not show me or whatever. So sometimes I, I will not even know what came in and it's only because there's just so much. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. So what I'm trying to do is if something filters through them to me, I want to talk about it um, because it probably needs to be talked about. And trust is one of them because what I remembered from it was I don't know why I don't trust myself. And I thought out of all the people to not trust, why is it you? that you're not trusting? Like, why is it someone else? Like, who's coming to you and trusting you over themselves? So to give that power away, because you have self-trust. It's already there. Your job is how to utilize your own trust of yourself. So the bigger thing was that, you know, whatever I can face, I can do. But to say that takes a lot of work in life. It takes a lot of work in life. Because what we really need to talk about is what gets in the way of self-trust. What gets in the way? Because there's stuff that's got you. To where you don't trust yourself, where we don't trust ourselves. But what is that? And really, it's, it's abandoning ourselves. When we have abandonment issues with other people, 
And it may have started when we were younger because we had a hard time with the people we were raised by. But when we do finally get to where we abandon ourselves, then we're chronic about going against ourselves. It's like a cough. If you keep coughing and you don't actually consciously try to suppress your cough because you're just coughing, you don't have a cold, you don't have anything, but maybe you had a cold and you got used to coughing and then you say, my God, I've had this cough for like six months and won't go away. It's because we didn't help it go away. Our body just follows directions. And there is a thing about self-abandonment because it starts when we are so young that we don't know why we feel the way we feel as adults. And this one, it really goes back to you having a hard time believing people actually care about you. And that, you know, all this stuff starts younger, but as we get older, we start putting that on other people and we tell people through our energy, by our actions, by the way we look at them, by the things we say. Oh, we don't, I don't trust anybody. How many people have we met that say that? Well, if you meet someone who doesn't trust anybody, one, they are not going to trust you either. And two, it's because they don't trust them. So if they don't trust themselves, what have they got to share? They've got to share that they don't trust others. But then I go back to, but why? Why? Why are we doing that? And a lot of it was because early on, our families, our friends, our teachers, maybe at school, they told us that whatever we were thinking is wrong. Why would you think that? That didn't happen, and you may have known it did. And you perceived it, and you saw it, but you were made to feel like you were wrong. So you had to swallow it. Or somebody tells you something that isn't true, and you have no idea of knowing, and then later you find out it's not true, and then you start to question yourself as to why you trusted that person. A great example of this was there was someone once who early on when I I had more time to interact on social media in a bigger way. I had somebody ask me a question, and I answered it. They asked me another question. I answered it again, and then they said, wow, you must have nothing to do if you're answering me. Now, what did she just tell me? She just told me that she doesn't value me because I gave her time and that she thought that I was just bored or had nothing else better to do. 
she could not accept that I cared about her and that I truly just wanted to help her. I didn't have to. But she couldn't see her self-worth, and that broke my heart. And in a way, she was insulting me to do that. So what else did that tell me? That told me that she's very comfortable with insulting herself. And what was my immediate reaction to someone like that? Oh, wow, I'm never going to take my time to answer this person again. They can't hear me. They just turned around and they were unkind. So it's not that I didn't want to write her ever again. It's that I knew she couldn't hear me. And that whatever I had said, and I always do this, I send out a prayer. And I know people think, oh, that's so silly, but it works. I sent out a prayer that maybe one day she may hear or remember what was written to her. That's trusting myself enough to not take in that energy of lack of self-trust and make it my own. But I'm an adult and I did that. When we are a child, we don't know it's coming and it sets the template. That, oh, you know, nobody believes in me. I keep being told I'm wrong or why am I doing that or why did I do that? What was I thinking? So now when somebody does come to you in your lifetime, somehow entrusts you even to have a conversation, you blow them up. You push them away. You push back. And then as a result of that, we do things that go against our gut instinct and we start to view ourselves as being inconvenient to the people around us and in truth we behave that way and then other people can't take being around us because in energy we are saying I'm in the way I'm sorry I'm sorry or we lash out and then we're constantly telling people we're sorry for what we said or did. And all of that stems from lack of self-trust. So just for that background, what gets in the way of self-trust, it is, you know what, I said self-crust, and I do think it's kind of crusty, where you're like, you know, you're this old sale piece of bread, but you can rejuvenate that bread somehow and eat it. And self-abandonment, getting used to, I'm always wrong. I'm never right. Everyone else knows what I don't. Everyone else is doing great. I'm not. Everyone else is. It's even gone as far 
is just even I could see it like on the chat for the radio, there was an instance where we always had the same two people in chat. They were like regulars. And one day a third person went in and they both engaged in a political conversation on the chat while I was doing the show and I watched it. But I'm doing the show. I can't just stop and take care of everyone. I'm, there was nothing I can do during the show, nor could I actually read all of it while it was happening. But at the end of it, one of the two participants wrote me privately and said, why didn't you defend me? I'm like, why do I need to defend you? You're the one who got in the conversation. You're the one who continued in the conversation. All I was was a witness. Just because it's my show or I do what I do, I'm not a defense team for people's issues or created issues that you yourself created. That's not fair. But what did that tell me? That I'm going to go out there and put out a mess. And I expect you to fix it for me or defend me. And that's saying that you don't trust you can take care of yourself. You want to create a mess like a little child, spill the milk on the floor. And then you want mommy to come and clean it up for you. And I'm thinking to myself, I already have my children. <laughs> and I know them well enough. And they know me well enough for us to step into each other's lives in that arena. But that's an endless job if I'm going to take on the world to do that. So I had to trust that that accusation or implication, or that fear, doubt, worry, controlling guilt put on me wasn't even mine. Old me would have tried to defend it and then gone back and tried to explain it because I didn't trust. I did have apparently that self-abandonment feeling of going against myself. I did used to have those feelings of everyone knows something I don't. I never even began to think that somebody actually cared about me. I knew my family did, but they didn't trust that I wouldn't do something that would hurt the family's reputation in the culture that I lived in. So I had to learn to hide who I really was so that nobody would attack who I am. So how do we get out of that? How do we stop that thought of people don't believe in us or care about us or have our best interest at heart or that our truth was not trusted by our family and our friends? You want to do that? Are you kidding? Oh, mom would freak out. Huh? She probably would. Or go against what we're thinking in our gut. So how do we rekindle our relationship with ourselves? 
and to ourselves? And how do we treat ourselves as a best friend? Because we are our best friend. And if we're not nice to us, we're not going to be any nicer to others. We may think we are, but as we get to know people, time uncovers everything. And then people that we think are really close to us, that we treat the way we treat ourselves, will say to us one day, hey, why do you always, whatever, fill in the blank. Why do you always say that? Why don't you actually try doing something about it? If we start giving advice, because we can see it, and it's too hard for them to see. So how do we break that cycle? The first thing that you got to do, and it may be hard at first. I know people have a hard time being alone, and I know people who are alone too much but don't really spend time with themselves. They're spending it worrying about everybody else. Is to actually spend quality time with yourself. To actually do something that keeps your mind focused on you. That's why the seven-day challenge that I put out through the master class And the whole point of doing all of that was to build an awareness of who you are. Because one of the best things we're really good at, and we're really good at it, is avoiding ourselves. So in that challenge, I asked you to record yourself for 10 minutes on your little voice memo on your phone, or if you don't have a phone that does that, find a way to record yourself, even if you write for just 10 minutes and then go back and read it. I want you to hear, physically hear your voice. You'll be shocked what you realize you sound like. I know I was. And then my second shock, was the thing that actually came out of my mouth. It taught me to identify my ego and to separate what my mind was thinking I wanted with, wait a minute, but I actually didn't start out wanting that. This is what I started out with. How did I get to that? And I always knew, I knew as young as my early 20s, I remember having a thought. I know it's going to sound funny to say this, but on the top of a mountain, we were building a house. I had found some land. I was newly married. And my husband said, hey, you know what? We should buy that lot. And we found out there were two lots, and it was really, really cheap. Somebody inherited it, did not know the worth of it, and sold it. And we built two homes on it. But it's us knowing our worth, right? If that person knew their worth, I I didn't even think of it at the time. I was way too young. And I just thought, wow, what a great price. But looking back, that person could have sold that land for three or four times the amount that they did. They'd never even seen it. I happened to run into it. The person that was selling it, it was their first sale as a real estate agent. That woman 
had more trust in herself than anyone. And she said, this is a great deal. I can close this very quickly. It's a cash deal, blah, 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 went on and on and on. And before you knew it, we owned the land. When I got married, I was in an arena of people a lot older than I was. So I did not feel very confident. I felt like everybody else has already accomplished. I was still in school. Everyone's saying, oh, she's so cute about me as though I was one of their kids. And for some of them, I could have been. So there was no way I was going to say what I thought about anything because everybody else was so far ahead of me in my own mind. So one day we were building this house and there was one woman who was always showing off her babbles and her car and her clothes. And, you know, she was the big stink of everyone. And I remember standing up there going, wow, I can't wait till so-and-so sees this house on the top of a hill and blah, blah, blah. Like in my mind, my ego just went to the bank with that. And in that moment, because I heard, I like actually heard myself think it. It wasn't like a thought that got put in the bank that made me feel worse about myself. I real time felt worse about myself. I didn't, it didn't take a minute. I felt horrible. I'm like, wow, I have been reduced to wanting to show off my home to people that I've only known for a year in my life. What has become of me? And I remember standing there. And I remember saying to God, please don't let me be that person. I want to enjoy this home. And that's it. I don't want to think like that. I don't want to be like that. And I really meant it. It wasn't like I was just saying that, but oh, no, still. I really, really meant it. It actually made me feel sick to even think it. In my gut, I felt like, ah, why am I? I don't want to compete with them. I don't even like the same things they like. I don't need a car to show off to people. Or a big babble on my hand. I can die with that babble. It'll still be there. It will outlive me. Like, what am I thinking? And coming from the Midwest as well, all in all fairness, I wasn't used to the materialism that I was seeing here either. But I tend to emulate my environment. And there I was learning to be that way. But because I said that to myself that day, I got to realign my self-trust that that's who they are, but I'm not them. And I don't actually even want to be them. But I saw them enough to where if I didn't have enough, I want to say oomph, to listen to myself, to hear myself, to hear my voice, to realize that why did I have that thought? I could never have cultivated 
my own voice. So I'm asking us to hear it because what I found out in life is what happened to me at 20 happened to me many times afterwards in different situations. But I can hear the ego part. And so after I saw Christ, I remember wanting it to do Christ, to do the work for me. Christ, well, if you want everyone to know that you're here, and I, I still, I, it makes me laugh to think I thought this, put me on Oprah and like 10 million people will know about you in a shot. But that was the ego speaking. I wasn't ready to be on any Oprah show. I wasn't ready to be on any show. I didn't even know what I didn't know. All I knew was that I saw him and this is what he said. But seeing him wasn't the big deal. To him, what he was about to teach me was, and I had no idea that was coming. But I remember after trying to make him go away because I wanted to be normal. And then I thought, well, if you're here and you want me to tell people this is your way, I was driving in my car one day, and this was such a moment of awareness where I started to hear my own voice. And this is why we have to spend time with ourselves and dialogue with ourselves and give ourselves space to feel what we feel. Make lists of what you're good at. Set goals that you can achieve. And learn to reward yourself and learn to take care of yourself. Force yourself. Keep pretending you are your own best friend and treat yourself the way you would a best friend. I I don't know how else to tell somebody to begin to trust themselves other than to start taking those kinds of actions. Because I sat in the car, I was at a red light. I still remember the corner and there was like this Acapulco Mexican restaurant to my right. And I remember not seeing other cars or people and it felt like I was whipped out of reality for a moment. Nothing was moving, like not even a leaf on a tree. And I said to God, to Christ, through God or through Christ to God, or they're all there all the time. But I remember saying, if there is ever anything I want, And it comes from the place that needs to show off, because I didn't really use the word ego at the time, but to me it was show off or want anything for the wrong reason. I don't care how much I want it. Don't give it to me. I don't want it. And I say that and have said that over and over again. 
in my lifetime. New situations try to bring about this hasty feeling in us that says, oh, no, you'll be better if you do this. Oh, wait till so-and-so sees this. Oh, you'll show them. There is no them I want to show anything to. But I can only say that after I have allowed myself to hear my own voice. To know that that's not my voice that's telling me to try to do things to show anyone anything and spin my wheels trying to please the elusive everyone else. There is no everyone else if you're not there. You'll be so transparent that you may not see what you're doing. Everyone will see what you're doing. Calmness is confidence. Kindness is strength. Think about that. So if you're not feeling calm, ask yourself why. Why am I not feeling calm? I had to ask myself on the top of that hill. I had to ask myself in that car. And I continue to ask myself to take away those feelings of ego that come in and try to rob the show. I can't believe time is already up. I've only got like 18 seconds. You guys have a great Monday. Start the week strong. I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.